Hey everybody, this is Jacqueline Kitzman, and this is the Awaken Tarot Podcast. Uh, so I'm really excited because um, uh, for those of you who follow me on Instagram, you know that my husband bought me this amazing recording device for Christmas, which is supposed to allow me to record quality audio outside of the studio. Uh one of the reasons getting a podcast out is so hard is that we have an infant and our work schedules, I don't get home from work until essentially close to 7 p.m., in which case we get Evie ready for bed, you know, do all of those things. And then by the end of the night, it's like we have to, we don't even eat dinner ourselves until close to 9.30 and then we're in bed by 10 or 10.30. On top of, you know, Gabriel needs the studio for music. He's a he's a producer and a songwriter. So there are just all of these things that happen uh, in which we need the studio for, um, you know, and then you tag along, you know, on top of all of that, having to edit the podcast um, and string that all together. It's just, it's a process. And if we have to do all of those things in the same day, it's almost impossible to get done and also sleep and also eat and also take care of Evie and grocery shop and live. So he bought me this device and we're going to try it out. Um, This is actually the first time I'm using it. I'm sitting alone and recording for the first time and there's nobody here to look at me like I'm an idiot, which apparently I need. Uh, But I'm excited. I'm excited to be able to do this. So there's really no other update. When you have a child, it's like you never sleep, you never eat, you never do anything. You take care of the child and the child has a bunch of stuff going on, but you are literally just caring for the child. So I don't have any other updates except, oh, I lied to you. I do. Um, for those who follow me on on Instagram, you know that I'm in the process of creating a Patreon, essentially. I am working on making making something that maybe I can use to facilitate doing more of the podcast, doing more of what I love, which is tarot, putting out merch. I haven't put it up yet. It's not launched. I will say something officially when it does, but I'm in the process of creating it and I'm excited about it. And um, it's going to be a way for me to offer extra content. Um, even like at the highest tier, I think I, I've put down to give like a monthly reading, like essentially like a reading for the month ahead personally for those on that tier. And even on the lowest tier, I believe that it's all of the extra content and bonus video and other things. So um, I'm excited about the potential for that. And I'm excited to potentially make, you know, allow myself to do something that I love rather than potential, you know, rather than like struggling and working through and nannying and not getting home until seven every night. So anyway, enough about that. We're talking about the 10 of wands, which is really exciting because tens have been coming up a lot, specifically in my life lately in a lot of my readings. It's a lot of times when we see the number 10, we think an ending, a completion, and that is pretty true. I mean, it, it means that the cycle of something has come to an end. Um, I think that when we think about endings, we think about all of the loose ends tied up. And that's where we get into the more messier aspects of the 10, because it doesn't mean that something is completely tied up all loose ends, you know, in a nice little bow. Uh, That's just not, 
That's just not the case. Um, specifically in the suit of wands, uh, it, it's talking about action, right? Like fire, action, lust, blah, blah, blah. Um, on the Smith Rider Waite version of this card, you have um, a person and they are hunched over and they are carrying 10 sticks and they are essentially walking towards a castle in the background. Uh, this is important because traditionally this card is read as uh, you're carrying too much and you need to delegate. Excuse me. And you need to delegate. But I don't see that card like this. And that's not the feeling I get when I pull it. To me, this is because it's a 10, right? We're at the end of something. In a 10, it's not so much about an ending as it is about you have fully learned something. Uh, you have come to a full understanding, a very kind of full circular understanding. In the 10 of wands, this person is carrying these sticks and they're walking towards this castle. And I don't think, especially because of the two previous cards before it, I don't think we're looking at a situation where this person can't carry these to the castle, where they can't, where the burden is so great and so heavy, they can't do it. That doesn't really fit to me. I think that what we're looking at, because sometimes it is, right? Sometimes it will mean like, okay, like we're finally at a point where we've learned our lesson and we do need to delegate, but that's not essentially what we're looking at here. Here, we're looking at someone who is strong enough, who has you know, in the eight, you set your goals in the nine, you're wounded and you're, and you're struggle, you've struggled, but you've pushed through to the 10 where all of a sudden, like, yes, it's heavy. And yes, you've gathered all of these things. And yes, there's a lot to keep track of, but you can do it. Um, you might pull this card if you've got a new job, right? And that doesn't seem like an ending to some people because it's not technically an ending, you're still going. It's actually kind of a beginning, but it is this full circle moment of I was new once at my last job and I did it and I can be new at this job and I can do it. I can do this. It is essentially a card that says no matter what is thrown at you, you have seen all there is to see and you can do it. When we look at the suit of wands, one of the ways that I like to teach, especially if you're using the um, Pamela Coleman Smith the Smith Rider weight deck. I like to say, how are the people in the cards using the wands? Because the wands are a suit of action, you're not, you're seeing people use wands in different ways. Sometimes they're walking sticks, sometimes they're banners, sometimes they're almost like batons or swords or crutches. In this case, this person is literally picking up these things, picking up their burdens, picking up their responsibilities. Form, they have their to-do list. They're picking up their stuff and they're moving forward. I think that if the real meaning of this card is you're not strong enough to do it on your own, you would maybe see more people. Maybe that would have been depicted. I think the point of this is you are strong enough to do this. You have been strong enough before. You will be strong enough in the future and you are strong enough now. And, you know, that kind of holds through through the Ten of Swords, too, which people traditionally read as a very scary kind of card. But I don't see it that way. I see it as you have taken everything there is. You know, it's kind of like um, when you have PTSD or CPTSD, right? Um, when something happens that triggers you, you feel the way that you did in the moment that your body or your mind is remembering, but when you when you when you go to therapy to work with that, you know, you're typically your psychologist or your therapist or your counselor will say the worst has already happened and your body is responding to it.
in the Ten of Swords, it's the worst has already happened. You've already thought about the worst. You've already experienced the worst. This is not the worst. And even if it was, you've already come through that. You've already experienced another worst and you've come through. It's a full circle moment. Um, Tens are traditionally, even if the picture looks kind of like doom and gloom, like specifically in the Ten of Swords, they're traditionally kind of a card of like deep breath. It's just a deep breath. It's a, okay, here we go. And sometimes that, okay, here we go is joyous. And sometimes it's not so joyous. But I wouldn't say that tens are an ending. And I wouldn't say that in specifically the Ten of Wands, the the essence and lesson of this card is you need to delegate. Yes, sometimes. Sometimes being strong is being able to say, I need you to do this for me. Or I'm giving you this task. But sometimes the lesson is you can do this. You've got this. And I think that is equally as beautiful. So that is the Ten of wands. Um, I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts on it. Um, But now is the part of the podcast where I come out and dance with flaming batons. It's not. This is an audio thing. And um, I will be dancing with flaming batons, but you won't be seeing it. Uh, No. So this is the collective reading. Going forward for the time period that this episode comes out over the next week after that, essentially the energy that you're dealing with is two of swords. Twos are a very reflective state. Um, A lot of people will say that the two of swords is about choice. And I do think that choice plays a role in the two of swords. But when I pull this card, typically what it's saying is you already know what you want. Hold strong. You already know what you want. You don't need to see what other people say. You already know in your head what's going on and hold strong with that. Sometimes it's a barrier. Sometimes it's saying, hold true to yourself. You don't need other people's input. Sometimes it is, hey, like you already know what you want. So you need to be able to make a decision that best fits your life. So yeah. Okay. This is the first podcast. This is the first podcast using this thing. I hope that it goes over well. I hope that the audio did great. Um, If not, we fire Gabe. Okay. And I'm out.